Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile Essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. Hey, good morning, good morning, good morning. It's 10.07, WTIC News Talk 1080. This is the Wilmerati Show. This is not a best of. This is this is live. This is me in person, Wilmerati. Matt Sarice, our master ceremonies. And you, our beloved audience, albeit reduced today by the Labor Day holiday and maybe some slumber. I'm not sure. Uh, let me let me knock out the second half of the amen list real quick here. We're down, but that's understandable. Uh, Doug C., Donna T., Carol L., Mike M., Tom B., Fritz, Christopher M., Lee E., Rob K., Marianne L., Alex D., Janet S. Thank you, Janet. Nice to be with you. Uh, Wendy A., Patricia W., Linda from Florida, Virginia W., Richard F. Doerr, and, and Deborah. And uh, and not only that, but Rudy in Florida. Let's take Rudy real quick. Morning, yeah, Rudy. sorry. I, I forgot you were going to be on today. I was late. I didn't get <laughs> I didn't in until the uh, 9.30 break, so I uh, missed good, the good. prayer, but I still said the amen. Okay. Because I know whatever you said was uh, worthy of an amen. Well, it's just a prayer, but, I mean, it's a powerful prayer. I hope, you know, that's what we, should, we, should, we strive for anyway. What's it, going on, so Rudy? Funny. It's so funny being down here because I remember, I mean, I spent my whole life up north, and this was like the last day of summer always to me. Like, you knew the cool weather was coming. You knew that traffic was going to stink because buses were going to stop traffic all over. But it's still summertime down here. It's still going to be 94 degrees and, Oh, yeah, right. You can't escape, and, and we're gonna get we're gonna get potential flood rains the next couple of days. I guess I don't know. It, it gets tiring though. I mean, of like walking your dog and coming home sweaty. Yeah, at yeah. nine o'clock I, in the morning. Yeah, well. So, I know. I'd like um, to. I'd like to be frustrated with that for a few years, though. I'll be honest with you. So this this mental health with this uh, um, children that are in school. Yeah. Um. It, it's interesting because it, it, I don't. I think you'd see a geographical, political results in this, because Governor DeSantis closed the state of Florida March seventeenth, mm-hmm. and they pass out laptops, and Florida gets out of school usually around May tenth, real early. Yeah, right, Cause, right. Because they go back August fifth. Sure. So they only were in their homes, virtual learning for six weeks. When they Six came weeks, back yeah. in August wow. of uh, 2020, yeah, it was 
wide open school, wide open school sports, no masks under your football helmets, no masks under your hockey helmets. Um, you had the choice. You, parents could keep their kids home and do virtual for the 2020-2021 school year, but most schools were um, full attendance. Like in my county, they were like yeah. 85% attendance. So these kids weren't affected like the kids up north that right. were like homeschooled for what, a year and a half? Yeah, yeah. And having to wear masks for two years under their football helmets. Well, not only so, not only the kids are, the the kids that were affected and out of school for that long, uh, typical kids. But I tell you, in the special needs community, we'll we'll never know. I don't think we'll ever know the, the negative impact that the lockdowns have caused. We know it is in math. We've already seen the biggest drops in math and reading scores in fourth graders in thirty years. And yeah, and that's from the the ill-fated, the ill-conceived, ill-executed, poorly executed uh, remote learning program. Can we figure out if it's by state though? Because you know, South Dakota, Oklahoma, Texas, Florida, you know, Alabama, Mississippi, Georgia, South Carolina, Tennessee—they didn't force these kids to virtual learn and wear masks. And none of those states forced vaccines on kids. I think Joe brought it up one day that um, New York, if you if you don't vaccinate your kid, you, your kid can't come to school. Yeah, that's another that's another thing that I'm sure there's parents in the states that force vaccines mm-hmm. that have psychological problems with their children, worried about the vaccine. They didn't want to take it, but they had to take it to go to school. That sure. didn't happen in Florida. That didn't sure. happen in Texas. Mm-hmm. I, you're going to see the it's the Democrat controlled states, the states that had long draconian lockdowns. Or where are you going to see these problems, I bet? I, I just can't picture, like, these psychological problems, yeah. math scores, reading scores, and the states that were wide open. Well, clearly Florida's not going to say this. This was a national, it's a national test. There's 14,000 students that were, were uh, studied in this test. Uh, and so... Um, they probably skipped Florida. Outright. Well, again, uh, is Florida? I don't know. I, it doesn't say. It wasn't. It didn't say if there. What say? It said it was national. It's always been Who national. It's always study? been across the country. It's the only. It's the only true standardized test in the United States for for this. Who did the study? Uh, oh, the study was originally done uh, by uh, the uh, uh, oh a foundation, a foundation. Uh, the and this was done years ago, and Casey Foundation, which determined that if kids can't read by the third third grade, they're in trouble. This was a, um, let's see, this is the, it's called the National Assessment Education Progress Test. Been around for decades, and it's the only true standardized, across the country, standardized test for kids. And uh, it's considered the gold standard. And, you know, they're, they're, not, they're, not, they're not taking sides here. They're just saying what happened. What happened is fourth graders, and, and that's, that's why they're testing fourth graders to see what, how they came out of third. Uh, they've, they've been devastated, particularly in minority communities. It's even worse. So it's 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 a bad. It's really bad. And and I I don't know what can be done. I mean, you could bring tutoring in, but I mean, how do you tutor that many? And that's just a sample, fourteen thousand, right? What do you do with all the kids across the country who had major well, setbacks in math and reading? If you go by Democrat standards, you dumb down the standards so the kids look. Typically, normal. yes, that's that's what we would do, and that's probably what they're going to do. But that doesn't help us on on the world stage compete. With with oh, uh, the world stage, we're we're so lost. I mean, Japan, Korea, China are putting out higher, better technology products than us now. I mean, I talked to an AC technician, and he was telling me these Mitsubishi and LG air conditioners yeah. that are coming out. 
the technology and then blow away like the American products. Oh yeah, I mean, we're, you know, we're we're so far behind on on sir. I I just hope we're not far that far behind militarily. I saw a report, and we're going to ask something about it in just a moment. I saw a report that that uh, Russia has now surpassed us in terms of amount of of nuclear weapons. I'm not sure if that was always the case, and just the report they needed news. Um, I, I'm well, not are sure. Are they better? Are they better? Look at well, no. I mean, Korea we supposedly we have the best of everything, but I mean that's what we're told anyway. Rudy, I'm going to let you go because I've got a guest on the other line. Thank you so much. Uh, yep. a, a late amen is better than no amen. Amen. Yep, All sure. right. Thank you. All right. Joining us now on the hotline, Heritage Foundation senior fellow, contributor, 30 years military experience, most of that time special forces, West Point graduate, war college graduate, right here live, not recorded on Labor Day, it's Steve Bucci. Hey, Steve. Hey, Pastor. How are you? Happy Labor Day. Thank you. Same to you. It's good to be on the show. Hey, before before I get into the what I want to talk about a little bit more is this real struggle that we're having in recruitment and and whether or not we, we, we do lower the bar when th- times like this happen. But before I ask you, I saw a news flash yesterday. Didn't re- don't really know. I didn't get into it. But all it said was Russia has more nuclear weapons than we do. Now, has that always been the case, or is that a relatively new phenomenon? Uh, what, what is your experience, Steve? No, that that is not a new phenomenon. They've they've had more than us for quite a while. Actually, mm-hmm. way back into the arms control uh, era, when the the agreements were made, the Russians were always allowed to have more than us, which is kind of interesting. Why? But our, well, it just ours are are qualitatively so much better. Our ability to do multiple um, multiple warhead launches. So on the same rocket, we've got you know a bunch more uh, warheads. They're more precise, so they actually do more damage than the ones the Russians have. So uh, from a standpoint of an ability to be able to take out more targets, we actually can do more than they can do. Mm-hmm. Uh, but they've chosen to keep more of, of the ones they have. So <clears throat> that's not a new thing, uh, and, and that aspect shouldn't worry us, the fact that they have them. The thing that's really concerning is, is Vladimir Putin's potential willingness to use them. Yeah. Uh, that's far more concerning than, than uh, you know, the fact that they got a few more than we do. Yeah, yeah. Well, I, I don't know. It's just... Um... I see China and Russia doing war exercises together, and I see what's happening in other parts of the world. I'm just, I wonder what our preparedness is at this point, Steve. And now, now you see story after story, and it's across, it's not one branch, it's across our military. We're struggling with recruitment. We're trying to find, you know, good candidates. And, you know, what do they do? Do they, do they, lower, do they have to lower the bar to, to, to meet some, some minimum number of recruitment? What, what are we, I mean, here we have the story about the fourth graders who have taken the biggest hit in math and reading in 30 years because of lockdowns and, and not going to school. Well, that's going to translate to something by the time you're 17 or 18. Is that going to even weaken the, the, our ability to recruit and have good, strong, solid uh, folks in the military. What what is what is the struggle with, with recruitment right now, Steve? Well, the the main problem is that you know that 
the Dems, to call a spade a spade, have been so over-the-top focused on all of this, you know, critical race theory, wokeism, all this Mm -hmm. stuff that they're focusing on rather than focusing on training and, you know, doing real missions that more people are getting out of the military. Few people are choosing it as uh, a career path, or at Mm -hmm. least initial career path, because they're looking at the the tea leaves and going, man, I don't want to be a part of that. That's crazy. That's a big Mm -hmm. social experiment. I'm I'm willing to go and defend my country, but I don't want to have all these people playing games with me. Uh, we turned down bunches of people now because they haven't gotten vaccines and mm-hmm. thrown bunches more out mm-hmm. than they haven't got vaccines. Mm-hmm. And all of that affects the overall numbers of the military. Uh, right now, they have not yet, to my knowledge, begun officially lowering any sort of recruitment standards, you know, like we did during uh, certain time periods during the Vietnam War, uh, as we did during the, what was it, the 80s, I guess, we we lowered the standards a bit. We started taking lots and lots of people who had not graduated from high school. Uh, We haven't really gotten deeply into that yet. Uh, and, And frankly, that's hugely problematic. I know somebody out there, well, you need to, you don't need to be a college graduate to be a soldier. Well, you don't, but you need to be educated and educatable yes, to yes. handle the very, very high tech sure. equipment that we use, even, even in the infantry, you know, mm-hmm. you used to say, well, you put all the guys that can't read too well and go to infantry, you can at least teach them how to shoot a rifle and they, yeah. they know how to walk. But even in the infantry today, we, we have lots and lots of very high-tech gear, our communications gear, our vehicles, uh, our anti-tank weapons. Mm-hmm. Uh, it, it's not, you can't just hand it to somebody who's, you know, like substandard intellectually. So right, right. Uh, it, this will become a problem if we don't get a handle on it. Right now, we do not have a handle on it. Uh, I don't think... You know, if a war started today, we're okay. We're still going to win against pretty much any competitor out there, or even any grouping of competitors. Uh, but the cost of that victory will be higher than we prefer it to be. Sure. We'll have more casualties. It'll take longer. It'll cost more. Uh, and if we don't get a handle on that and get back to that qualitative overmatch, Mm-hmm. Uh, that's the result. And when you say, if, if we're talking about Cibucci Heritage Foundation, and you say, uh, you know, if we get into a war today, obviously you're talking about conventional war, because all bets would be off if it was nuclear, right? Correct. Yeah. And, and well, and, conve- and nuclear war will win probably faster than we would a conventional one. Uh, we, we definitely have the ability to better target and more destructively target any of our enemies that may have over us. Not to and, say that we would not to say we wouldn't suffer casualties. No, no, we we will suffer casualties. We can't stop all of their missiles. Yeah. And they got a bunch, so mm-hmm. they'll some of them will get through. Mm-hmm. I believe we'll win, and we'll probably destroy uh, our enemies. You know, pretty handily. But it's uh, that's not the way you want to fight a war like right, this. Right, right. Uh, you know, you, you, uh, 
you want to convince the other guys not to fight. And the only way you can do that is to really, really uh, be way over what they're doing. And right now it's, it's closer than it's ever been before. Mm. And we don't like fair fights. Right. Right. You want to, well, I was watching, I watched a few minutes of the movie, uh, uh, with uh, oh gosh, what was it called? It was called um, Wall Street with uh, uh, Michael Douglas and uh, Charlie Sheen when they were both kids. And Michael Douglas is quoting and he, somebody, he says, uh, uh, "A battle is uh, a battle is is won before, or a battle is determined before it's ever fought." So we don't we don't like going into things that we can't win, right? I mean, it's, it's not a it's not a good strategy. But I mean, sometimes I guess you're forced into it. I don't know, but. Um, all right, that was that was concerning to me about the about Russia because I'm like, man, with all this stuff going on, and they got more, but they've got more of our quality. You're saying our quality is 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 superior to the, what they do have. Far far superior, yeah. Yeah. Getting back to the uh, to the enlistment thing, um, I, I mean, I, I'm imagining like anyone else, the military would use would use some incentives. I mean, are there incentives if if you'll join today, you get a signing bonus, or if you join today, you know, you don't pay taxes the rest of your life. I mean, what, what are there any incentives that are um, that are out there for people to join uh, if they're kind of in between on decision wise? Yeah, absolutely. There, there are signing bonuses. There are uh, bonuses for specific military occupational specialties. You know, that's the the specific jobs you have in the military. The ones we need the most of. They get the most potential for having those bonuses, some at signing, but also some monthly. Uh, and, you know, we, we do all that. There's educational bonuses. There's uh, bonuses that give you choice of assignment after your initial training if you come in. Uh, so they do, you know, they're pretty good at the whole marketing and, and um, negotiation part mm-hmm. of it to try and get people in. The problem is, uh, the military tends to shift, you know, when the economy's bad, normally people come into the military right, because, of, right. well, you know, it's, it's settled, you get medical care, you get all this stuff. We're not seeing that as we go through this particular period we've had of, of rough time, mostly because of what people saw during COVID. Mm-hmm. And the way the government in general and the military specifically has responded, uh, using the military as a almost a stalking horse uh, for the government's policies on all that. And the, a, a lot of the people who we would normally be able to recruit minorities uh, and more so than minorities, sort of the middle class suburban uh, rural folks, mm-hmm. uh, those are two groups who have not been real thrilled about the vaccine program. Mm. You know, the, one of the largest groups fighting vaccines are blacks, mm-hmm. uh, you know, refusing it. But one of the other groups are people in, in suburbia and, and rural areas, white people. Those two groups of people are the two biggest chunks of folks we get in the military. Yeah. And right now, they're, you know, they're looking at it going, yes, I have to I have to have all these vaccines to enlist. And if something comes up later and I say no to it, they're going to throw me out. So mm. why should I join? Right. right. Uh, so that's a huge disincentive mm. for recruitment right now mm-hmm. that is 
big enough that it's offsetting the incentive that we normally have when the economy is crappy. I, I understand reasons for not taking the objections for not taking the vaccine. I just would hate would hate to lose a good segment of really uh, strong, talented people that could serve in our military over over vaccine uh, vaccination requirement. Uh, I know the military's released people for not having vaccination requirements, um, but I just I don't think it's a good idea. And I think at this point, when when call from mom, answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. <sighs> Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. You're struggling for recruitment. You, you you turn a blind eye to the vaccination argument and just do it. You you would think that, but no, they're, they're ideologically wedded to it enough that they're not um, they're not doing that. I mean, same way there there large numbers of our special operations community have said, "Well, no, I don't want to do this," so they're throwing them out. And mm-hmm. then those are people. You know, our Green Berets, our SEALs, our Rangers, those are people we've invested a ton of money in training. Yeah, training, absolutely. Uh, But they're they're just tossing them out. Wow. Well, I hope uh, hope there's an answer for this, and I hope we find it sooner than later. I I think, you know, we need a a strong and well-prepared military, and uh, it all starts with the soldier, right? The soldier or the airman or or the seaman person who's, you know, uh, again, yep. it started right. It's, it's built on, it's built on all those folks. Hey, Steve, thank you so much for calling in on Labor Day, and hope you have a great rest of your day. Thanks so much. You as well, Pastor. Take care and God bless. All right, Steve Bucci with the Heritage Foundation. All right, we're gonna take a break. A couple commercials. Come back, and uh, more of your calls. Eight six zero five two two nine eight four two. Right here, Monday edition of the Will Marotti Show. We'll be right back. Welcome back. This is the live version, not a best of, mind you, live version of the uh, 
the Liberty edition of the Will Marotti Show. Will Marotti, your host, Matt Soroyce, our master of ceremonies. Just to give a little wrap-up of some of the stuff we talked about so far today. If you'd like to call in, the phone lines are open, 860-522-9842. Big, uh, big race in Portland yesterday, Portland uh, International Speedway, uh, IndyCar race, NTT IndyCar Series, won by, that's right, Australian, Scott McLaughlin, one of the Penske drivers, second place, Will Power, one of the Penske drivers, third place, Scott Dixon, Ganassi. This is the tightest championship battle in IndyCar in 20 years, and it will all come down to next Sunday at uh, the WeatherTech Laguna Seca track in California. One of five drivers mathematically could win the championship. And uh, this is the 17th year in a row the championship in IndyCar is going to be decided on the final race of the year. Now, it's always IndyCar is the most competitive motorsports series on the planet. More competitive than NASCAR, more competitive than Formula One, more competitive than anything else. Um, imagine that. 17 years, it's come down to the last race. And in this case, five drivers potentially could become the champion in this last race. And I'm pulling for uh, another Australian driver, Will Power. I think he's wonderful. He's a, he's a good driver. He's become, become a very good man. Fatherhood really uh, changed, I think, Will Power to a large degree. And uh, very popular with the fans. He is tied, tied with Mario Andretti for the most what's called pole positions. When you're, you have a qualifying, they play all the cars, and the cars race against the clock. And, uh, and that's how they order the start is through the qualifying process. And Will Power is tied with Mario Andretti for the most number of poles or fastest qualifying positions in history. I think it's number 62. And with his next pole, he'll break the tie, and he'll become the all-time uh, leading qualifier in in the uh, car racing in history. Third place, the legendary Anthony Joseph, A.J. Foyt. Um, so very competitive. It's very exciting. And uh, and I tell people all the time, particularly about the Indianapolis 500, even if you're not a motorsports fan, you should go to the Indianapolis. It should be a bucket list item for you. You should go to the Indy 500 at least once, even if you're not a fan, because you've never seen anything like it. You, it's it's the Super Bowl of racing. Uh, it's it's um, it's the Kentucky Derby. I mean, it's all those all those rolled into one. When you have this incredible venue, the Indianapolis Motor Speedway, first built in 1909 as a test track, amazing. And uh, and on race day, there'll be at least at least in the track spectators, 300,000 people. You've never seen anything like it. The town Speedway, Indiana, which is the home of Indianapolis Motor Speedway has a population of about 13,000. But on race weekend, that swells. That swells to 350, 400, uh, probably uh, back in 2016, 400. But 13,000 to 300,000 in a weekend. That's that's what happened. And, and the restaurants are insane. And, you know, people are standing out in lines way out the door down the sidewalk. I mean, the businesses love the Indy 500. It's a tremendous, uh, tremendous boon to the economy in Indiana overall particularly in Speedway, Indiana. Um, so we have another video that surfaced, courtesy of Project Veritas, this time an administrator at the Trinity School in Upper East Side Manhattan, a private school where she is not shy at all at talking about her wokeness, the goals for the school, the fact that people don't um, 
<laughs> people don't uh, try to hide what they believe there. As far as I'm concerned, and this is this is the uh, uh, what's her name Norris uh, Jennifer Norris, who's the program director of, uh, director of student activities. As far as Jennifer Norris says, I'm in charge as far as they the administration is concerned. So if they want to bring in conservative Republican speakers, then somebody else better do it because well not on my watch she says. <laughs> Unbelievable, unbridled, uh, and, and I'm going to tell you something. These are not outliers. Jeremy Bolin at the Coscob Elementary School in Fairfield, uh, Jennifer uh, Norris at the uh, uh, Trinity School. These are not outliers. This is normal around the country in, in administration. I'm not saying rank and file teachers think this way necessarily. Some do certainly, but I'm saying this is this is normal among school administrators throughout the country, and that's why I think it's, it, you got to protect your kids because this you don't even realize as parents don't even realize. What's happening in the schools? What's being taught? What's being promoted? Drag queen reading day for kindergarten kids. I, I mean, just unbelievable stuff that's going on. If if you don't, listen, if you don't protect your kids, nobody else is going to. And they're going to indoctrinate your kids. And at some point, you're going to potentially lose your kids over the indoctrination. It's true. It's true. Eight six zero five two two nine eight four two. So we talked about that story. We talked about that today. Um, let's see. Uh, insurance rates in Connecticut going up an average of twelve point nine percent. If you're a small business owner, you provide insurance for your. And these are all rates under fifty or fewer employees, which the vast majority of businesses, by the way, are small businesses. They make up the vast majority of businesses in the United States. So if if you're a, a, an employer. With 50 or fewer employees, your rates are going up an average of 12.9%. We have Cigna Insurance here at uh, the, the New Life Ministries, and our, our, they're going up an average of 12%. 12%. Unbelievable. Thank you, Connecticut Insurance Department, for allowing them to go up double digits in their insurance rates. Um. So we've got the story about the New York school teacher. We've got the story of the insurance rates going up. Um, here's a story that we we talked about the, the the negative effects the pandemic has had on fourth graders in reading and math. Devastating effects, in fact. Um, and then we have a story here that just came out. Um, Bed Bath & Beyond, popular store a lot of you go to, is facing a $1.2 billion stock fraud suit. They, they were playing games with their pricing. A lot of people made big money on it. Chewy founder. Yeah, I mean, dude, Chewy, we just bought some, some more dog food through Chewy. Chewy's a popular pet, uh, online pet supplier. Chewy founder Ryan Cohen also named in this suit uh, Bed Bath & Beyond. And somebody who apparently the same day, the same day that Cohen cashed out, August 16th, the uh, chief financial officer for Bed, Bath, and Breakfast, Gustavo Arnell, sold over, uh, I guess, over a million dollars worth of stock 
Well, Friday afternoon, Friday morning, apparently, 1220, this, uh, the chief financial officer of Bed Bath & Beyond, Gustavo Arnal, decided uh, he wasn't going to face the music of the lawsuit. And so at uh, about that time, uh, this 12.20, Friday morning, uh, he leaped from his apartment building, um, 17 Leonard Street, he lived in something called the Jenga building. It's called Jenga because of the unique uh, exterior that describes uneven stacks of blocks. He, uh, 18th floor apartment in lower Manhattan, he, he jumped and, and uh, jumped to his death. So there's some really, uh, really crazy things going on here. 860-522-9842. Let's go to uh, East Hartford and Don. Don, welcome to the show. Hey, how you doing, Pastor? Good. What's going on? Well, a couple things. One, um, I believe in many areas that the U.S. is still technologically advanced above other countries. We're always going to have countries that do better in certain areas than us. That's sure. just a fact. Mm-hmm. I said that I'm a former teacher at the University of Hartford. Okay. I taught engineering. Oh, good. Uh, and I know what we do for defense. Um, so I'm very secure in that. Um, I, I think one of the biggest problems we're seeing in, in school is the teachers are spending more time on this stuff they shouldn't. Yeah. And trying to indoctrinate our students rather than mm-hmm. teaching them what they need to teach them. And that's the math, the reading, and all those things that are important. Right. right. Amen. I, I agree, Don. You know, it just um, it, it frustrates me to to, to see. Even you know, when I was teaching, a third of my class was always foreign students, mm-hmm. and I understand why universities do that because they get more money that way. However, it prevents students from Connecticut from being able to go there. If this is true, whether it's Central, UConn, University of Hartford, wherever, they go for the money, mm-hmm. and, and it really boxes out some of the students from Connecticut that could go to those schools. Mm-hmm. And, and that's one of my big frustrations with, with the state of Connecticut. Um, for example, university, uh, UConn has one of the biggest endowments of most universities in the nation. And yet they continually to charge our in-state students more than they should. Uh, it, it just Well, to your point, state, I mean, this, this has been brought up. Schools are sitting on colleges are sitting on somewhere i think the number is 70 billion dollars in endowment funds right and if if anyone was going to pay pay back student debt why not let the the, the colleges are only that benefited from this huge student debt why not exactly. well i mean that's that's false because you you're assuming the kids who got educated are benefiting as well but i'm saying financially the benefit there for this for the universities is insane why not why not now they're saying this 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 the Biden plan to pay back student debt now just came out looking at uh, as much as a trillion dollars when it's all said and done. A trillion dollars that we don't have. But here's, here's my frustration with it. It doesn't cover the trades. No, it doesn't. No, not at all. And, and you know, what are we going to do when we need people to do our HVAC or our electricity? Tell me about it. I struggle with it now. Well, I'm building a house. Let me Let me tell you that. I understand that one. Yeah. No, I mean it's so difficult, and 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 we're we're gonna have a short, massive, painful shortage of plumbers, electricians, HVAC techs, installers. I mean, we're gonna have a massive problem. 
because for the longest time it was almost looked down at if you if you attended a trade school and you wanted to go into the building trades it was almost looked down that that you 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 know you were less than because you weren't going to college fact of the matter is i i, I guarantee if you took across the country and said how much is the average uh, person in trades making without a college degree versus somebody with a four-year degree i'm gonna i'm gonna guess the trades are, are gonna stand up pretty strong against that well especially when you take into account the college debt that sure. people incurred mm -hmm. you know in, in my frustration is I, I i had to take out student loans to go to school mm -hmm. I, I came from a poor family there were six of us kids mm -hmm. and mom and dad just couldn't do it mm -hmm. and but i wanted to be an engineer and the only well, way I can do that is go to college. I have a special a special place in my heart for engineers. I, I won't tell you now. I won't bore you with the story. But, uh, Don, I, I agree with everything you're saying. I think you're absolutely right. Um, and, and, and I don't know how to fix it because I, I think you got to go back to Horace Mann, right? I mean, the, I think he's considered generally the, the, the founder of Public Education America. Uh, this goes all the way back there. And, and I'm telling you that the public education system has for decades, decades been hammering against things like faith, for instance, and has, has gotten behind things like the LGBT agenda has gotten behind things like, uh, CRT and as opposed to staying in their lane to teach math, science, reading, uh, you know, the history would be good. Um, that's, that's why we're in such a mess right now. And it would take, it took decades to lose the education system. I'm saying it would take decades if we could even do it to recover the education system. Well, for, first of all, they forget what our country was based on. And that was the Judeo-Christian principles, mm -hmm. which Absolutely. really frustrates me that they forget that. Mm -hmm. And the other one is they don't care. They're trying to rewrite history. They just don't yeah. give a damn. Well, they, they care about what they care about, but they don't right. care about what the average citizen cares about. By exactly. Right. Exactly. Don, thank you for your call. I appreciate it very much on this Labor Day. Have a, have a, a wonderful day, you and your family. Thank you. Uh, we'll take a break. We'll come back, wind up after the break. More layoffs. I mean, I know, I know this is schizophrenic information. You look at the mainstream media and, oh, job growth, blah, 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 the economy. Well, I'm telling you, it's the beginning of the of the big collapse is what's going to happen here because companies are laying off people in record numbers and and you're going to see it in a few months the results are immediate but you're going to see it in a few months we'll talk about some companies that have shut down and or laid off people when we get back we'll stay with us all right welcome back 1056 i have um, i have said all the last few weeks since i started keeping track of all these layoffs um, you know, it's just going to get worse. And, and, and these aren't big numbers, but I think they're indicative of a, of a bigger problem. I've, I've been hearing from some of my friends who are in the mortgage company that mortgages are fine. Housing is fine. Uh, I did see a report last week. Home, home prices dropped for the first time in three years nationally. And this is a story just uh, came out Thursday. As the housing market continues to contract, thanks to rising mortgage rates and shrinking affordability. Now, I, I've been told that's not true, but maybe it is. Uh, Thursday ahead of a long weekend became a day of doom. Two mortgage lenders appear to have shut their doors, and the third is lowering the boom on a significant number of layoffs. Both Atlanta-based direct-to-consumer lender Amerisave Wholesale Mortgage Solutions and Phoenix-based lender Suburban Mortgage shut down abruptly while HomePoint Mortgage appears to be laying off hundreds 
of employees. Facebook posts that American Ameriserve Wholesale Mortgage Solutions will honor existing loans in the pipeline, but that no new registrations will be taken after September 1st. Amerisave is a uh, Amerisave is a, a unit Amerisave Mortgage Corp, licensed in 49 states. Uh, let's see. I'm trying to look for numbers. I don't see the numbers of people laid off, but um, but I don't know. Is that is that the beginning? Is that the beginning of what will be a a more significant problem? I don't I don't know. I don't know. I don't have a, a, an answer to that, and I don't know what to necessarily think about it. But it's concerning. It's concerning. Hey, listen, we are we are out of time. That's it. That, thank you for an exciting Labor Day version of the show. Thanks to all the folks. Amen. Thank you, Matt. Thanks so much, as always. Steve Bucci, thank you. Um, well, enjoy the rest of your day. It's going to be a little gloomy, I guess. We're going to get some rain later. It's okay. We still have a day off. Play some board games inside. Do something like that. Get some rest. Get some relaxation. And uh, And I will see you tomorrow morning. At 9 o'clock. Love you guys. Have a good day. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. 